Time for this week's edition of the Source Weekly Update. Hot off the press and into your ear. Every week, found wherever you get audio. Time now to take a look at a couple of the highlights found this week on the Source Weekly's website, bensource.com. First up, from our news desk. Single-room occupancy buildings are now permittable in higher-density areas in Bend. By Laurel Bronze. Last week, the Bend City Council unanimously voted in favor of allowing micro-unit housing as one alternative to address the city's housing crisis. Micro-units are small apartments or dorms that range between 150 and 400 square feet, according to city documents, with some spaces offering a communal living space and a kitchen. Other cities like Seattle and Portland have embraced single-room occupancy living as a way to address the shortage of affordable housing. During a public hearing on October 7th, several people spoke in favor of SROs and said they could work well for remote workers looking for new housing, recent college grads, and people without homes trying to transition into a more permanent situation. Several amendments were added to the original code after the proposal was presented to the Planning Commission last month. Originally, SROs would have been permitted in all residential areas of Bend, Melanie Keebler, who's running for the council's position one seat, said some members of the Neighborhood Leadership Association pressured the Planning Commission to restrict the zoning to medium and high-density areas. The NLA is made up of wealthy white homeowners, Keebler told the source. If you restrict this from standard-density residential zones, well, that is most areas of the city. You just kept it out of most neighborhoods. And finally, Black Lives Matter protesters the Bend Police Department, and a pro-Trump brigade clashed two weeks ago. Now, local police want many participants charged with crimes. By Laurel Bronze. Up to 22 people may be charged in the wake of two competing demonstrations at Pilot Butte Neighborhood Park on October 3rd. Deschutes County District Attorney John Hummel said he'll announce his decision on the charges at a press conference later this week. The groups that clashed earlier this month gathered primarily in response to the first presidential debate September 29th, when moderator Chris Wallace asked President Donald Trump during the debate if he would be willing to direct the Proud Boys and other white supremacist hate groups to stand down. Instead, Trump's message to the Proud Boys was to stand back and stand by. Kirsten Arias, co-founder of the Central Oregon Diversity Project, told the source that Black Lives Matter activists were furious with the police for not arresting a man who brandished a gun, as well as other pro-Trump demonstrators who were drinking beer in the park before leaving in their trucks. A number of BLM protesters stood in front of a police car that was about to leave and yelled and swore at the police, demanding answers. The next day, COPK and other groups planned a demonstration outside of the police station in order to file complaints against the police who were at Pilot Butte the day before. The crowd of around 100 people briefly blocked traffic on Highway 20 near the station. While they had many complaints, one accused Corporal Jeff Fricke of choking a protester while trying to move her in the midst of a fight. On Tuesday, October 20th, the Bend Police Department released a statement announcing that it completed its investigation into the Pilot Butte event on October 3rd and the Bend Police Station demonstration on October 4th. BPD investigators spent more than 400 hours reviewing cell footage and other forms of evidence, according to the release. BPD said that 22 people should be charged with violations, including 
interfering with police, theft, assault, disorderly conduct, unlawful use of a stun gun, mace, and a weapon and participating in a riot. While it is traditional BPD practice to send out press releases to the public to announce alleged crimes, suggesting criminal charges through a statement is new. During my six years in office, I've never seen the police department inform the public as to what charges they think I should file, Hummel told the source, and I don't think it ever happened before my tenure in office. Thanks for listening to this week's edition of the Source Weekly Podcast. For more on these and other stories, pick up a free copy of The Source Weekly or visit our website, vensource.com. Thanks for listening. I'm Sam Scholl.